another video for you. What do you know? Another afternoon video. Maybe the things are becoming more common than usual. Let's jump in and explain what we're going to talk about. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Sorry about that. We are just cleaning up some stuff here. Um, all right. So, so many things to push. All right. Let's go. All right, guys. All right. So, today we're going to talk some philosophy, and we're going to grab our guest in a second. Um, we're going to discuss an idea that many philosophers in the past have talked about, and there is no actual, maybe real answer to it, but we're going to see what we can do. Without further ado, back from her nap, I guess. I don't know what we're going to call it. Um, I was going to say hibernation because it's snowing, you know, get it. Uh -huh. All right, guys, it's Victoria. Hello. All nice and shiny. Um, yes, I had to sparkle. You know, it, it, it's New Year's Eve. Hi, everybody. So, actually, good point there. So, happy New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, depending on the other side of the world now. Um, so we thought we'd do a little one here and go over a video I was watching earlier about um, a philosophical question. What signifies or defines the good life? Um, the good life, a good life. Um, so again, this will be slightly educational. Let me pull up, um, my information really quick. No, we don't want that. Um, do, do, do. I think it was. Okay, this one should work. All right, so, because you know me, I like to have my research backed if I can. Um, so this idea obviously is one of multiple philosophers, philosophers, um, I can speak. And we did, what did we do? Aristotle last time. We're going to do Socrates and Plato, um, another video. But I think an idea that all of them together probably tried to figure out was what does it mean to be good? Um, this one from thoughtco.com says this is one of the oldest philosophical questions. And you can say it different ways. How should one live? What does it mean to live well? Um, and of course, what does it mean to have a bad life? Because nobody wants that. Um, the idea that they go off of first is moral. So good morals. And we kind of went over this with Aristotle as talking about the difference between just thinking, but also doing and learning. Um, and, you know, moral, again, it's kind of a funky term. There's not really one necessary correct definition. Um, so, okay, I guess before we get too convoluted here, what is your idea of morality? Mm. Well, the concept of morality is that is such a tough one because people and in my head and my reading of philosophers and everything else, I kind of go, okay, so morality is good versus evil. Okay. But then who's good, who's evil? I, I, you know, a moral person to me would be somebody who takes the greater good into consideration, doesn't ignore themselves, 
Right. Doesn't um, say, oh, I don't. It's it's a beyond just me. It's me and the greater good. And making your choices based on that makes you a moral person. And okay. It's the so, closest way I can define it. All right. So let's go off of that and kind of compares to, uh, in this case, Socrates, Aristotle, and Plato being those the three main ones that we all know. Um, generally, Socrates and Plato both said the main point of it is virtue over um, possession. So their their morality is it's better to be good, it's better to be kind, it's better to be polite than to have all the nice things. Plato continued on with the Republic by saying the morally good person finds inner harmony, whereas the wicked person, no matter how much they have, just can't find it. And it's very hard for them to find the happiness. You then go over to um, let's, okay, so and then uh, on uh, Plato's other dialogue, Gorgas, Socrates took a position here that he goes to the point of it's better to suffer to find the good than to just kind of do your thing. Now, I'm not going to go into detail of what he says because it's a little graphic and kind of gross, but the three of them and then of course aristotle was the the learning virtue and the you know understanding you know a cat where you have to touch one you have to see one you can't just draw one and that's where yeah. you get your 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 good and your bad um the article goes on about you know the uh, pleasures in life versus a fulfilled life versus you know what it means so the key words that they put here first was virtue so you they say you must be morally virtuous and again we'll go into what our definition of that is in a minute obviously health and longevity they say that obviously you should enjoy good health and long life prosperity as far as being comfortable you don't need to have all the things but as long as you have what you need you are prosperous yeah. friendship which can also be translated into relationships and family you gotta have good good people in your bubble. And then of course, lastly, or I'm sorry, you have uh, respect, which is obviously being kind to others, luck, which is kind of an odd thing for morality, but basically good fortune for those who deserve it, but more so in Aristotle's terms, luck means common sense. So if you are doing things correctly, you are blessed with luck. Lastly, engagement. If you're able to be involved with things, if you're able to enjoy the things in life, that's what makes you meaningful. So this actually, I mean, this plays in well because we've, we've kind of done this on multiple videos when it comes to the, the, the health. For me, and again, actually, I mean, this actually goes perfectly with my idea of what it means to be happy. For the good life, you really just need to have the things that really make you happy and enjoy. And when I say happy, it doesn't mean, you know, oh, you have to have the things. It's the feelings you got. So, for instance, you know, my wife, my pets, uh, my health, yeah. uh, financially stable, um, a house to live in. Um, I would say car, but I'm, I don't drive anymore. But, you know, we do have a car that we can use. Um, being able to get deliveries. I mean, you know, for me, that's a big thing because I, yeah. you know, I wouldn't say agoraphobic, but I definitely am not fond of leaving the home due to you know personal issues um yeah so for me that's the good life 
I do enjoy getting the things. You know, we were talking about uh, gaming the other day and Pokemon. Of course, you know, I got I got my little dude the other day. He's one of the most adorable guys that I've ever had. Oh my he's, god, I love it! He sits on my desk, and I get to look at him while I do, you know, this stuff. Um, and of course, so of course, I enjoy getting the little doodads and the gadgets and whatnot. But really, good life, and I think this is a perfect time to talk about it because tomorrow starts a brand new era yes. of things. Um, it's it's hard to answer because there's no one right answer. It's easy for me to answer for me. It's easy for you to answer for you and for anybody listening or watching. It's easy to answer themselves what the question is. And I think that's perfectly fine. I think maybe well, I think that problem. is the answer to the question. Your definition is what the good life is for you. Right. For some people, it's fancy houses and fancy cars. We set the bar at a completely different level, more of an emotional and more of a sentimental level. Right. And it's fascinating when you look at some of the ancient philosophers, there was a big belief for a long time, and you can still find people who feel this way, that, you know, bad things only happen to bad people or your ancestors were bad or whatever it was right. that, you know, if you're good enough, good things will happen. Right. And then in the 70s, there was an amazing book, and I wish I could remember the rabbi's name. A rabbi who lost his son wrote a book called When Bad Things Happen to Good People. Okay. And that was a great book that my mother gave me when I was young, and it helped me look at things differently. And so, you know, for me, what a good life is, is what's good for me. And right. it doesn't include a bunch of things that would make other people happy. Um, no, you know, I sense. have, yeah. No, and I was just going to say to add on to that, you know, generally that's what you want. But I think at the same time too, especially in a, in a time like this, you want to also look at what other things need to get done to kind of truly appreciate it. Now I'm not saying change mm -hmm. up your compass, but I think part of the good life is to you know walk in the shoes so to speak as as cliche as that sounds but put yourself in a position and like earlier today the one you know that um, i was going to talk to you about earlier um about the difference between accepting mental health versus supporting and i think the word accepting is too hard of a word to really um do now but supporting is a lot easier because you don't have to necessarily agree you don't have to necessarily understand it, but generally the human spirit should be, if somebody's in trouble, someone needs some help, the first thought in your mind should be, hey, what can I do? And you don't How have can to I be help? able to do anything. You don't have to like be able to you know, fix the entire thing. And again, I hate using the word fix because that insinuates broken. And again, I've learned myself, I am not a broken person. I am just a person with no. difficulties or differences, but that i think falls into it too and you know and it's funny because you know when we talked about aristotle and how you know everybody wanted him and socrates all dead because they just thought they were lunatics um it's funny how the changes with the time but at the same time it's funny how it doesn't necessarily change with the time because a lot like you were saying a lot of people it's still kind of a foreign concept and again we're not pointing out fingers at people we're not yelling at anybody we're just saying as a general world a small percentage have kind of figured it out. The greater percentage may just have a different way of going about it. And that's okay too, you know, 
But I think the problem is, is it's easy to figure it out for you. But how do you translate that into doing your regular daily life? And again, you know, for me, you know, my wife at home, she's my number one person to, to help when she needs something. That's what I go to. And that's where my, that's how my brain works. My brain goes to the important things to get done. And that's what I want to do. Of course, I'm now learning, you know, I've got to do it to myself and I've got to give myself the whatever. But that's where that's where my good life comes in when the pets need something, when, you know, um, whatever the case may be. And I think you're you're kind of on the same wavelength as I am in, in, in circumstances. Um, but it's convoluted, but it's really not a complicated idea. It's just I think the problem people do is, they're you know, you don't understand somebody's way of doing it. That's fine. But let's kind of just let it go and let it how it runs, let it kind of flow through. And yes, you'll be able to quickly see if somebody's doing something that's not going to be okay. You can you can politely step up and go, hey, whoa, you know, what, what what's the deal here? You can you can talk, you can you can stand up, but just try to see from the perspective of the different things what's really happening. Because it's easy to jump the gun and say, you're not doing it this way, so it must be wrong. But at the same time, you also don't want to let the wrong thing slip through to cause, you know what I'm saying, to cause more of a thing. So it's a very finicky, fine line to follow. But I think, and again, just opinion-wise, more and more people are kind of like clicking. And I think it's getting a little bit better. But that might just be my optimism. And nothing wrong with optimism. I'm sorry. I said there's nothing wrong with optimism. No, there's not. And I mean, you know, and I and I do have common sense. I do know when something's funky and when something's not right, you know, you stay away. You you don't you don't do that. But at the same time, it's it's a dilemma. It's a moral dilemma, as the philosophers have said. So I've gone on, I'll give you back the stage for a minute. You know what? What I know we're kind of reversing roles now. I'm like, no more talking. Um, but, <laughs> it's but no, fun, but I mean, darling. really though, what you know, what what else what else do we what else do we learn from doing quote unquote good, you know? Well, to give an example, um I had a bunch of health issues when I was younger mm-hmm. and I was very negative and I was very the world sucks. And right. Um, shortly after I had my son, I, I was like, okay, I've got to do something. And someone had recommended just every night, write down three things you're thankful for. Even Uh, if it's just the fact that, you know, I woke up, I still like my husband, the kid's pretty good. (laughs) You know, it's something. And, and I, I just, and it was hard. It was so hard, especially in the beginning. And then I don't know what day it happened, but I realized one day that it was becoming really easy for me to find things that made me happy, things that gave me joy. And next thing you know, I kind of started looking at the world with a half full. This worked for me. And I don't know why it worked. I don't know how it worked. And ever since then, I, I do have my moments. Do not get me wrong. Be optimistic. It's much easier for me to see the good in my fellow man. It's much easier for me to, you know, I was like you. It's like, oh, I can get deliveries. I'm going to leave some really big tips. Um, You know, (laughs) I'm going, I'm so thankful that I 
for as much as I had to sequester, especially in the beginning, right. there were options for me. I could still live. I could certainly still work. That was very nice function. Right. Um, and it's just, I'm so glad I went through that 20 odd years ago. Right. Because I was better prepared to deal with the pandemic. And I was yeah, better prepared way, I, for I being kind of in my 50s. No, I mean, I kind of agree because I think with my anxiety and my OCD, the, the joke that I make is I was kind of ready for this, you know, 10 years before it was going to happen. Um, but really, you're right. I mean, you and, and what you said is exactly what many people do is that you're you, you end up appreciating what happened because you're like, look how much I learned. And yeah, that's yeah. not to say that we want, you know, you to go through the stuff, obviously. But right. it's good that you come out of it that way. And many people do. And actually, the, the thankful thing, one thing we do or we try to do is we say we just say five things to each other that we're thankful for, whether it's about us, whether it's about what we have. Um, and then, we, you know, we play the five game where you have to pick five things of something. But it makes you think, you know, of just of just anything. And it's a way to kind of calm your brain in a way to, you know, enjoy. Yes. But um and then now more often, just throughout the day, you know, uh, we have a little activity book of things we do every day and throughout uh, during the weeks, a couple of the activities are, you know, what are we thankful for? And we just, we spend, and it doesn't take long, take two, three minutes at the most. And we just say, and it's funny because you find out at some point, you can't stop saying things because you just have a whole long list of what you're thankful for. But um, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's hard you know, it's hard when you're not necessarily happy, but it's easy when you start picking the things that are important. And, you know, right. I've said it before, I'll say it multiple times, you know, it's appreciation for me and it's the thankfulness of what I have. I don't need to be smiley. I don't need to think, you know, you know right. yes, am I happier? Happy when the sun is not always with a big giant smile. Happy is not always where everyone else around you can tell. It's It's an internal thing. Right. And, and you, you know, you can have sad days. You, you, you can be very optimistic and still be sad. You can have moments where, you know, the demons win for half a minute. And, and then, you know, it, it just people associate smiling, laughing, um, all these externals with happiness. That has nothing to do with what happiness is. Because right. I know a lot of people who smile throughout their workday and they are not happy. And I can and pull also, it off. People tell me I'm always optimistic. I'm like, then I am doing a really good job of externally giving that impression because I'm not optimistic every day. Right. And there are things that obviously make it better. You know, you know me, I'm a, I'm a heat person. So when the sun is shining out, that's going to make all the difference. So when I, you know, right now, which one of the few days where they're coming through the window, it's so much nicer. It's still cold. You know, it's not the temperature. I like it. But, you know, compared to last week when it was rainy and gloomy, it makes a difference, too. So don't get me wrong. There are definitely things. Hey, we that... got the sun out here, too, and a freezing cold breeze. But we got blue sky and sunshine. So it's like. There you go. And and again, does that necessarily make the day, you know, make the life good? No, not really. Maybe but it just, just makes, makes it a little, little better. Little, it makes it a little better, exactly. And you know, it's an interesting. And you know, I see so, watching these philosophy videos and reading the books and stuff like that. It just, it's. I like these topics because there's never one way to really do it. You know, 
know, and it's Correct. kind of like the mysteries of the world, you know, it's like, you know, where do aliens come from? It's one of those questions where there's no real answer. And that's what makes it fun because everybody has their own. And, yeah. you know, I would hope uh, coming into the new year, um, you know, that you look at ideas of what you have and think of what really, mm -hmm. you know, what good means to you. Maybe you change the word good to happy. Maybe you change the word good to um, appreciation. Maybe you change the word good to, you know, acceptance. Whatever it is that works, whatever word works for you, just go with it. And, you know, you know, as well as I do, as well as anybody who has a mental health issue or caregiver, one, you know, it, it's a, a forever thing. And, you know, I, as much as it sucks to say out loud, it makes my life so much better because I know that's what it is. And what am I going to do now? I'm just going to do what I can do every day. And, you know, one of my mantras is enjoy every moment. And that's, that's the good life for me. Yeah. It doesn't matter if something sucks. It doesn't matter if something's going bad. If you know what is good for you and you know what's making you do your thing, I think you found the good life. I mean, I might it might be oversimplistic there, but I think you might have found the good life. Um, I think I will give you the last word here and then we will kind of wrap up afterwards. So Well, I agree with you. You know, there are things that make my life good. And I just, I, I have to say this, not as a downer, but because we're talking about the good life and optimism, you, you know, uh, Betty White passed away this morning. Yes. And she is the epitome of good life and optimism and caring about other people. There is nobody on this planet that I've heard her say one negative word against. And she has done so much for people and animals and right. co-stars and strangers. She's just such, I want to be her when I grow up. <laughs> I, think I we want all to be want to that be optimistic and that caring, you know? So it's, yeah. it's something to, to aspire to. I want to have her good life. And I think hey. I'm getting there. Yeah, hey, you know, I, that, that actually, ironically, and I, as unfortunate as it is, that actually was a very timing-wise, very good kind of thing there. I mean, that's very good. Um, look, you know, and again, you you, you make it your own, but yeah. like you said, look at somebody who you kind of like look up to or appreciate, see what they do. If something they do works for you, go for it. I mean, yeah, I, the one thing I love about her is her animal, like she did so many animal advocacies. Oh, yes. She had like, what, like five dogs. I think she had horses. Yes. Like she just She loved supported, um, you, you know, humane societies and adoptions. She was deeply involved with that <clears throat> year after year. She set up places, no kills all over the country. I mean, she was just so deeply involved with that. And I think that was so amazing. She didn't have to do that, no. but her heart told her to do that. And that gave her joy to give of herself, give of her time, energy, and money for those who have no voice. Right. Oh, my gosh. I mean, how can you be upset with that? Right. No, you, I, hey, you know, <laughs> if, if, you're right, though. If anything is a good life, that is her. Like, she literally epitomizes, like, yes. awesome everything. Um, well, there you go. You kind of turned a downer into an upper. So there you go. Woo. I'll um, take it. All right, guys, so hope you enjoyed. If you weren't able to watch it live, check us on YouTube and Twitter. We're going to start the year tomorrow uh, with this lady as well. 
Um, we're gonna find we're gonna find a topic we think is a good way to start out the year. We're gonna see what we're gonna find, um, and then of course we'll get her back on Sunday as well. And then Monday is our big awesome event. We're gonna uh, yes. put her to the test, have her do some trivia. If anybody wants to play along, we're gonna count down <laughs> some things. We're gonna do some activities. Um, and then we're also going to um, uh, talk about our first paid event in February that she will also be a part of as well, which I think is going to be really fun. So otherwise, oh, and of course, I got to shout out to you too, Disneyverse podcast and Disney librarian. I would hate if I forgot to do that. Yeah, so, it's know. okay. Yeah, yeah, nobody watching. No. Um, no, all right, guys. So if you guys do have fun, support us, subscribe. Uh, you can support us by subscribing. Give us the likes, shares. Like I said, if you weren't able to join live, you'll be able to watch this stuff on all of our social medias. And until uh, tomorrow, guys, uh, stay safe, stay healthy, stay nerdy. If you don't have to go anywhere, I'd recommend just kind of snuggling up with your loved ones tonight and just watching stuff on TV. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go grab some food, bring it in. And that's our early New Year's. We'll probably be in bed by nine. And Love that's it. just what we do. Uh, but anyway, guys, enjoy. Happy New Year to you guys as well. And happy new year to everybody out and enjoy. Bye guys.